So welcome to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation Podcast. I'm Morgan Rector, and I'm joined by Raymond Hazen, my co-host. And we're going to start off today's show uh, by... We've written our own Ricky-style knock-knock jokes, which are addressed to uh, you know Raymond... Ray, uh, sorry, to Leahy and Randy, uh, theoretically, of course. How, how many have you written? Uh, I didn't actually get any of my own. I just went over all um, and found all the best ones I found from the series and stuff, you know? Um, oh, okay. Uh, uh, I was having a hard time thinking of something off on my own off the top of my head. I mean, if you came up with your own, brother, that's brilliant. I would love to hear some of those. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's stream of consciousness. It's like total, it doesn't even have to make sense. You know, it's Ricky, right? <laughs> very saying. true, very true. <laughs> well, I came up with three. I guess I can, uh, I came up with three. You can use three of the ones you found. Um, okay. And I, I will do, I'll do one and then you do one. We can do it that way. All right, sounds good. All right, so the first one is, okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Mr. Fucking Stupid Dumb Dumb Head who can't fry a fish stick on both sides because he's too distracted by a fucking shirtless idiot who looks like shit because he fucking sucks because you didn't know that because you got so drunk you pissed out half your brains because you're so fucking stupid, fucking... And then you just trail off because he's drunk or higher. Oh, that's great, that's great. That reminds me of one of the ones that I just... Saw that I love. You know, I'm going to try to make one up on the spot here, probably for number three. We'll see. Okay. But uh, one, it was perfect because it, it, it is uh, Ricky DeLahey, and, and he goes, knock, knock, Leahy. And then, you know, Leahy responds, who's, who's there, Ricky? And he goes, uh, fucking shitty fucking trailer park supervisor that hangs around with a big gutted drunk elf, thinks he's going to get us thrown back in jail, but he can't because he's got no evidence. He's dumb as fuck. He goes on this other thing going on in his head that's flying around alternately around and fucking get different fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Was that from the Christmas special? Uh, I think so. I mean, because Randy in the elf suit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. So it, it, I would assume so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was. No, it totally was. I, uh, I watch the Christmas special every year for Christmas. That's the only time I watch it because otherwise, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't be special. But that's part of my holiday no. tradition now. I, I have that on my uh, list of Christmas episodes for sure. Yeah. Oh, I watched yeah. every year. Definitely. You know, we might have to do a Christmas uh, special around uh, the Christmas episode. Who knows? We'll do, we'll, do, <laughs> we'll do it high. Yeah. 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 Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? An alcoholic trailer park supervisor who couldn't supervise his own piss hole running around with an idiot who never wears a shirt. And he should because his gut sucks because he eats too many cheeseburgers. Why don't you and Randy jump in a liquor bottle and drink yourself to the bottom because you're such a fucking stupidy head and float across the shitty at sea to fuck off island? Wow, buddy, that's good. <laughs> oh, I like that, man. I don't know how I can top something like that. You did good, bud. Thanks, man. Now I see why you needed the time to write a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah. Mine, I just I was just doing research looking. Uh let's see here. What do we got here? Uh what's another good one? Um Yeah, I don't know. None of them are as good as yours, buddy. No, it's all right. <laughs> they're all they're all repeated ones. Let's see here. Uh okay. Let's see here. Knock knock. Who's there? 
Somebody. Somebody who? Somebody's wife, uh, somebody whose ex-wife owns a trailer park is the only reason why you got the job as trailer park supervisor when you got fired from the police force because you fucked up big time. But we're not going to talk about that, are we? And now you're going to get fired from this job because you, you're no, nothing but a big fucking drunk who can't even run the trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, remember that was, uh, what was that? Was that two, season two? I think it was season two uh, when the trailer park's all trashed up and Leahy's running around in that... Uh, that jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. When you yeah. ran for the election, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, there was one that I saw uh, from there when Sam was running for trailer park supervisor. He's giving the speech on mushrooms or acid or something. And he said, that, "Yeah, yeah." They they, they snuck him mushrooms, oh, uh, yeah. so he would fuck up the, you know, his his, his election speech or whatever. What did he, he, <laughs> he say about Ricky's ass? Or uh, at some point, he's like, "And all." Uh, Something Ricky's ass, I forget. What oh, about, like, I think it was it was was uh, was it Kiss Ricky's ass or something like that. I'm not sure. Something that. like that, man. I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched season one and two. Let me have to dive into those next. Uh, my last one. This is this one would be just directed to Randy, and actually he is the trailer park supervisor now, isn't he? Since Lay, he's he's dead now, so I guess Randy's the top dog. Uh, so this it goes knock knock. Who's there? A greasy cheeseburger eating idiot with no shirt who dresses up as a bee pollinating flowers in Dum Dum Land because you're so <laughs> fucking stupid. Nobody would put you between two sesame buns. <laughs> Nobody would put you between two sesame seed buns because you're so fucking greasy. Onion rings think they're better than you, so fuck off. <laughs> Oh man! I guess when you say something like that, the pants are coming off, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I should have went first, but we should have ended on yours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, here we go. What do I got here? Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Hey, okay. And remember, this is this is the one where uh, you know they're they're on the roof, and he's got him tied down by the rope. Oh yeah. Right after, yeah. Right after pepper sprayed loot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so knock knock. Who's there? I'll tell you who's fucking there. A drunk washed up police officer who arrested Lucy, put pepper all over her while she's pregnant, which is fucked. fucked. And now he's gonna uh, now he's got nothing better to do than scam award money from a stupid dirty dancing fucking tree. All to win the love of a half naked chia pet guy who likes to steal other people's girlfriends and knock them up. Isn't that right, Randy? You're both <laughs> dumb as fuck. You're drunk again, Jim. Big time. And you both fucking lose, and it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> the best part, if you remember, uh, Randy has a response to that. Do you remember what he says? I don't recall. Up there, and remember Ricky spraying him with the hose in the face, and then Randy calls down and uh, what do you say? Doesn't feel that bad, Ricky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Randy. <laughs> do you remember what episode? I think it was when. Um, when Randy and Barb and Jim were like in a threesome relationship, was that when he said, uh, you two are off frig dancing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you two are off frig dancing. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's when Randy was going through his, uh, yelling about Cox phase. Remember everything was horse. Oh, cocks yeah, and yeah. Buffalo fried chicken cocks. <laughs> my, my good pants. <laughs> my good pants. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, uh, I was checking out some some more pictures from uh, Gina Harrison's OnlyFans account. Looks pretty hot. Oh, did you finally check it out? Yeah, like if you went to, if you go to Google Images, there's a bunch of stills there. I don't think 
it doesn't look like she appears nude, but she, you know, it's close. But uh, she's she's very scantily clad, but uh, she's hot. You know, you just have to find some way to divorce herself from your memories of seeing her as a little kid. But uh, <laughs> wow. Well, it's a it's a hard economy right now, you know. Everyone's it trying, sure is. It sure is. On. I mean, whatever pays the bills, right? Well, apparently, <laughs> well, she was living in Ottawa, which is the capital city of our country, and she was working for a politician. So I know that ended. Maybe it was because of COVID, but uh, she only she only works part time on the show because I think they shoot most of it like just during the summer, and she's not she's not in uh, the jail series at all. So I guess it's been quite a while since she did any acting. And also, I think in Canada, see, in, in American TV, some people get what they call residuals, where basically it's like a profit share and you keep getting paid as long as the show's on the air. But I don't think that exists in Canada. And she also probably didn't make much money since it's like they they get paid what's called scale, which is minimum wage in the film industry. So it's like, I don't know, $15 an hour. So she's got to hustle, right? Definitely. I mean, if you got the thrills that pays the bills, man, why not? Yeah, right. Oh, wow. She sure I just looked it up here, buddy. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a she's she's got like this uh this red uh, red dress. Yeah, yeah. Looks really good in that. Yeah, she does. For for the viewers out there who are uh can't see which we're not showing anything anyway. Um don't worry, it's not very you know, there's no nudity or anything. It's 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 cleanly done. It's 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 nice. The picture I see. Yeah, it's what they call boudoir photography. Yeah, That's for sure, for sure. But you have to pay something like I don't know thirty dollars a month to look at it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've seen all there is to see, really, unless she decides to take it to the next level. Oh, this little maid suit here is pretty nice. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's one shot there's one shot where she's like I think topless and lying down on a bed and she's just wearing panties so it goes about that far but I guess she does it live so I guess maybe it's kind of like a strip routine I don't know oh or maybe you can like you know you know pay her to watch her like sit on balloons covered in shaving cream or something you know yeah maybe yeah <laughs> well i looked at the schedules there's something called league of legends is that a game yes i believe that is yeah. a game yeah i think maybe so i don't know maybe you score some points and she takes something off i don't know how that works but yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a good plan i guess you know you you'll want to brush up on your gaming so you can get her to take more off i guess so, so what is that like a, a new millennium version of strip poker I guess it is, yeah. <laughs> a lot of women are getting these OnlyFans accounts, and yeah, it's it's a way for them to do their own pornography, I guess. And they get paid directly, so I don't know if I don't know if people can download from it or not, because I know a lot of porn companies have lost money from that, from people just spreading it all over the place. But I guess with this, it's protected. So, do you know who uh, Paul Flart is? That name sounds familiar. He's a guy, uh, he lives in Florida, and he started uploading videos of his farts online. And uh, at one point, because he was doing it at work, and he was working in a hospital, he got fired. You're not allowed to make recordings in a hospital because of confidentiality issues. And so he became a viral celebrity. So it seems like something he could do, too. I mean, this 
everyone's trying to capitalize on their talents, I guess, online. So I wouldn't be... He, yeah, he's kind of a blue-collar guy. Yeah, he's, and they call him Paul Flirt partly because of the movie Paul Blart. He has that look about him. But he, he's like the kind of guy I can picture living in Sunnyvale for sure. Check him out. <laughs> What's his name again? Paul, Paul Flart? Paul Flart, yeah. Like, like, like Paul Blart, but Flart. Yeah. I can right. picture him being a character on the show, actually, because, I mean, you had a burping guy, um, Phil Collins, Philadelphia Collins. All, those, all, those scenes where they hit him in the stomach and he, like, belches and, yeah. Like when the bottle kids threw the bottles at him and um, that time when... Oh, they, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Or when they performed CPR. <laughs> and they performed CPR on him and he woke up belching and... Oh yeah. yeah! Remember, remember they tear, tear little uh, holes in the in the bubblegum foil so they don't put their lips on it. And he's oh, like, because yeah. you know, like, he's got mackerel on his, you know, Ricky. There's mackerel bits on him. Oh god, yeah. That's back when Phil was walking around selling the the f dried fish and mackerel off the hockey stick. Mackerel and blueberries, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Paul Flart. Here he is. The yeah. farting security guard. Yeah. He's got this video on YouTube called Fart, Fart, Fart. And it's just, it's like a minute and a half of him just farting in different, at different volumes, different longevity, uh, different keys. He's a very talented man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I got one of them here right now. I mean, are these all authentic? That's the oh, question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are real, yeah. <laughs> he's, got an Insta he's got an Instagram account with, like, hundreds of them, you know? Wow. Yeah. Well, shoot. I guess yeah. there's a new market out there. You know, maybe we can make a, a sort of, like, a music subgenre or something. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, I, I was suggesting to him, like, you know, do some ringtones or something, you know. It, that'd be a good idea. Mm. Yep. You know, it kind of reminds me of you. I imagine that you've probably seen it since they're from Canada also, but Letterkenny? Yeah, I watched an episode or two of it because it's funny because you bring up Trailer Park Boys and people also bring that one up because it's a Canadian series about working class people. But I tried watching it. I couldn't get into it really i found it kind of stilted like there just doesn't seem to be a lot of chemistry between the actors whereas uh the actors on trailer park boys knew each other for years like one photo that came up on one of the facebook groups showed there's this old photo of john paul tremblay and patrick roach they looked like they were in high school or something so they yeah they they go way back those guys um Hey, did you ever see the photo of Pat Ro Pat Roach when he was a teenager? He's like at home wearing a fast food uniform. No, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, I was like, wow, talk about a prophetic image. Ended up playing a guy <laughs> who was obsessed with cheeseburgers, and he worked at a fast food. He was flipping burgers years ago. But uh, in in one of the seasons of Letterkenny, they create a thing called Fart Book, which is basically like Facebook, but for farts. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. yeah, and so instead of people like posting what they're gonna do, they're like, hey, you know, Tom's going getting charged up for Saturday night. You know, I'm 
getting my shirt pressed or whatever. Right now, you just would post a fart and you could like press the button. So I guess it was more like a MySpace in that fashion because MySpace used to have music. You remember, you could click on it and the music would play. Uh, this way, you push it and then the fart would sound. So you could upload your farts to your profile and people <laughs> click on it and they can hear your farts. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was called Fart Book. <laughs> oh, maybe they took their cue from Paul Flirt. They might have. Yeah. They might have. Yeah, he actually made a video of himself getting fired, too. That's pretty interesting to watch. But uh, I wrote this piece uh, today. I, I was, I'd envisioned it, like, I don't know, like a week or two ago. But, you know, I like I, I think I mentioned in the last episode, I, I'm, I identify as white trash, and most people, I think, who work live in trailer parks may identify as such as well, or some may be in denial about it. And a lot of the characters on the show are. Uh, they don't actually identify as such on the show, but uh, you can see that quality about them, like with Philadelphia Collins, I think. And uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I wrote this thing called The White Trash Code of Ethics. And I'm just going to go through it each one by one. So the first part is be loyal to your family and friends in both good times and bad. Yeah. Like I find people who are status conscious or obsessed with money you know uh they're not as loyal they're they tend to be fair with their friends but people people who uh you know white trash people we, <clears throat> we stick with you no matter what's going on sorry sorry it's, it's, it's all right but uh yeah yeah i agree 100 percent. that is a good number one and um, I, I would say we feel the same down here. And I mean, reason being, I mean, people with a bunch of money and stuff, I mean, yeah, you're going to have some good friends, but a lot of people are going to be around just because you got a bunch of shit, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. If, if you don't have nothing to offer, but your company, those are the people who are actually friends, you know, and those that stay around a lot, it's going to be a lot more real because you're, they're not benefiting from you financially. You get what I'm saying there? It's just, you know, uh, it, in a lot of other ways, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, uh, you know, compassion, love, you know, all that you might benefit in those fashions, but, uh, financially you don't. So, and a lot of people only care about finances. They only care about, uh, uh, the Benjamins, you know? Oh yeah, totally. People who are from the skids, you know, they, you lose your job, whatever your life's in the shitter, they stick with you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They're still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've seen it happen with people who I've known people who were more middle class and, uh, yeah, when you're when when you're down and out, they're gone, man. It's like uh, I remember Louis C.K. in his most recent stand-up special, he was talking about after the you know his big scandal where everyone found out he was jerking off in front of women. He said he lost a lot of friends, you know, all those people in show business and everything. He still has a few friends left, and so it's always, you know, I don't know who they are exactly, but I think it's people like us who tend to stick with our friends no matter. What what's going on? Um, I mean, there's limits, of course. I don't know. I don't know if you'd stay friends with a guy who was caught molesting children or anything like that. That's no, it, no, definitely not. You can take that a little too far, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, if, if your friend loses yeah. his job or something, or you know, gets sick, you know, you, we be, I believe you know you stick with them, you know. You know, and that's the thing about jerking on in front of women. You got to make sure that they know you're doing it, and and they want you to do it. <laughs> well, he he did ask them, though. That's the weird thing. He said, "Can I do it?" And they didn't. They said yes, or they said nothing. So that's kind of it became a legal gray area there, which may be why he didn't get charged. 
Um, though he did tell one woman he was doing it over the phone. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it had that come up between, you know, like uh, recipes. Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> Apparently, yes. He just said that. Yeah, I'm jerking off, by the way. Dave, Dave Chappelle, made, he did a really funny bit about that. He said, what, bitch, you can't hang up a phone? <laughs> he could have been lying, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, even if you asked first, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, I'm masturbating right now. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's something else. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even do it in front of my girlfriend, to tell you the truth. That's such a... I don't, I don't know. It seems like it's hard to look cool while you're doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> male, master yeah. male masturbation. Female masturbation looks great. You know, have you ever watched it in porn? It's like there's something very graceful about it. Whereas male masturbation is just it's just chaos. It's just really pathetic. It's not something I would do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like when you catch a dog taking a shit, you know, and the, that look on their face like, yeah, I'm 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 ashamed. I don't want no one to catch me. I gotta hurry and get this done with as soon as possible. Either either, either that or what are you looking for? You know, what what are you looking at right? me for? Yeah. It's got to happen. Uh, I'm not doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, right. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Uh, so second uh, second one is never concern yourself with keeping up with the Joneses. Never measure your personal well your personal worth in accordance with your financial status. So I think you do that and you're setting yourself up for misery. You know, people who are, I've known people again who, you know, they're middle class, in some cases more than middle class. And they were some of the angriest people I've ever known. They're just, instead of being grateful for what they have, they're just angry about what they don't have. And uh, yeah. if they end up having less, it affects their self-esteem. And materialistic yeah totally mm -hmm. so yeah i mean and that shit it, it really has no meaning you know a lot of a lot of rich people even tell you like you know what it's like bill gates once said no matter how much money you have it's the same hamburger you know so he, he's not uh he's not really obsessed with being rich he doesn't seem to really care yeah but the more money you have you can buy more expensive cheese to put on that burger yeah, well, that it doesn't true. make it yeah. better yeah, that's right. Or you can get a gourmet chef to make you a burger. You right? Can, yeah. Or you get some, like, truffle aioli or something up on that piece. Yeah. <laughs> or have a goddamn Burger King set up in your home. You, right, yeah. right. Your own burger. Why, yeah, why, yeah, why have one burger where you can have the whole king, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, you guys, America has a lot of burger joints I never tried when I was there. Is the In-N-Out Burger, is that a good place? Have you been there? In and out's cool. I mean, yeah. it's all right. I like their burgers a lot. I'm not a huge fan of their fries. Oh yeah. But it, yeah. But if you ask for them semi well done, because uh, I don't, I don't know, they're just a little soggy normally, in my opinion. Um, but if you get them semi well done, and then you get them animal style the way they do it, and basically that just means they put grilled onions and cheese, and uh, they call it spread or AKA secret sauce, which no matter where you're at. Wherever it is, secret sauce is just Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. Might be made differently. There's a million different ways to make Thousand Island dressing, <laughs> but that's what it all is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, but that's all it is. Animal style. You hear In and Out. You hear Animal Style. It just got grilled onions, cheese, and uh, their spread Thousand Island sauce on it. You do that. That's pretty good. But their burgers are pretty good. I like their burgers for yeah, sure. Yeah. I did try White Castle. I like 
there's a lot. I tried Crystal. I remember liking it. Uh, I don't remember what it was like though, but yeah, it was a, that was all right. The United, now, you guys are great now, with fast food. The Americans, you really mastered that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, we got too much shit to do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't got time to sit around. But you know, what's funny is the amount of time uh, that we save in the food preparation. Uh, we still have to wait in line. It's like a, it's like a Disneyland ride. You know, we made all, we made our fast food restaurants just like Disneyland. Yeah, you gotta wait in line for wait in line for forty five minutes for a twenty second enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess that's why you guys invented the the drive through, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a long one too. That's uh, that's like a funeral funeral procession going through those drive throughs. Is some uh, of them, yeah. Is Jack in the Box good? I mean, I like Jack. I mean, they're all okay in their own way, if you ask my opinion. I mean, they've all got good things and bad things, you know. Yeah. Uh, You're lucky because but I, but I, everything in America is cheaper too. Like, there's just so much competition for everything. Like, we pay more for books and everything. Like, fucking McDonald's is more expensive here. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, inflation keeps going up, and the fact that they're just printing out more money these days to pass out more money to everybody so there's printing more i mean who knows inflation goes up the uh, the worth of the dollar might start going down here pretty soon yeah hopefully not but but it might <laughs> yeah well I, I have this picture on my instagram account my instagram by the way is morgan rector 77 uh this is this guy took his stimulus money and he he rented a billboard put his picture and his number on it and basically he's advertising <laughs> for hoes looking for women that way yeah. <laughs> someone wrote on it this is why we can't have shit so yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> uh, so the next one is accept yourself for who you are not for what society tells you who you must be I think people like us the working class white dress blue collar whatever you want to call us I think I think that's true for most of us right like we're just you know this this is what what you see is what you get oh yeah definitely I am who I am, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know, and, and we should always be ourselves. Be true to yourself and, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, because in the beginning, you know, we came here by ourselves and we're leaving here by ourselves. Yeah. However you believe you got here, uh, that's mm -hmm. just how it is. I mean, unless you're a twin, uh, but realistically, unless you plan on taking your twin out with you, which you should probably not tell anyone, uh, you're going out by yourself. So <laughs> yeah, right. well, yeah, life life, uh, life is hard. You you come in here crying, right? So right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine that if you're a twin? No, we came together, bro. I'm taking you with me. Let's go. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're dying. We're dying tonight. <laughs> but uh, going through life, I mean, it's hard enough just being who you are. But man, going through life being a phony that must be really rough. You know, when you can't be like those celebrities who are who identify as characters rather than who they are. That must be kind of weird, right? You know, like, um, I know, like, the Trailer Park Boys characters, they often appear in character, you know? That must, that must be really hard. I mean, I bet it's awkward, like, not knowing when to turn it off and when to turn it on. Oh, yeah. or Or being in character, not even really realizing it at times, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, uh... It must be rough for Rob Wells to constantly, to have to be stupid on purpose. Like, he feels like saying something smarter, but this isn't what Ricky would say. So he has to yeah. dumb it down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Rob's actually a smart guy. That's what they say. Yeah, he's supposed to be very intelligent. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
And of course, Mike Smith has to completely put himself away. You know, bubbles. He's got the glass. Apparently, he is well, he's legally blind with those glasses on. And in fact, yes. he wears glasses now. So, yes. Well, I've been going to say that. Like in the beginning, like I, I watched things from behind the scenes from way back when, and Mike used to talk about how he'd walk around the set and like he can't see shit. Oh can't yeah. See nothing with them glasses on. And it ain't good for our eyes to be fucking them up like that. Oh, yeah. And wearing them for long periods of time. And, like, he'd be walking around with them on because they'd be doing scenes. And he's not wearing them for two or five minutes. You know, it's like an hour or seven he might be wearing them, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think he said it gives, and, uh, they give him headaches, too, I think, too. Yeah. 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 So to hear that he might actually be wearing glasses now, like, I believe that. And oh, yeah. It's as much as I love Bubbles and the, and the Trailer Park Boys, and, and I mean, I hope they're do, do seasons until at least I die. Uh, like, I, I feel bad for the guy because his eyes are going to be shot eventually. Oh, yeah. I, I, think <laughs> they yeah. Actually, I think they actually have to give him, like, verbal cues to tell him where to walk and where to stand because otherwise, yeah, he's just in, in a complete fog, you know. He's... Well, I imagine so. I mean, those things are, shoot. The Coke Dang bottle glasses, yeah. An inch thick, you know? So, yeah, the next one was, well, I guess this may be a, rep a repetition of the previous one. Be genuine, never put on airs. So, I, I don't even know how to be fake, to tell you the truth. Like, whenever I've been in situations where I felt like I have to be, be like someone else, I have to act like I don't, I just I found like it's not even possible for me to do that. I find that's really hard to do. Oh, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I've I've never known a situation where you can't be normal because anyone around or anyone who hears about it would know later on that like, hey, that's not you. Oh, you know. Yeah. And then it, we live in the world of fact checking. So I mean, they're gonna fact check everything unless you, unless you're supposed to be, you know, slightly fibbish. Like if you're trying to embellish or like if you're trying to be a storyteller or. You know, if like it's if it's fictitious, you know, it's it's okay to, I guess, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, there are there is you do have to pick your spots, I guess. Like, if there are children around you, you can't talk about Gina Harrison's OnlyFans account. You know what I mean? There's certain things you can't talk about around kids, but uh, but other than that, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to deny who you are. But yeah, certain there's sometimes where where you know your behavior has to be appropriate to the occasion, like try not to swear at a funeral. At a wake, it would be okay, but not at a funeral. Not everyone's funeral is like Ray's at the dump, so. <laughs> well, they should be. I hope that's how mine is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking where she goes, bud. Getting, getting dissed by Rick, getting dissed by uh, Leahy and Randy. And... Yeah, sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't. Yeah. Did Randy? She goes. I forget. Did Randy wear a shirt for his for Ray's funeral? I think he might not well, have. Was he wearing the green button-up one, or was that something else? No, I'm not. I'm not thinking. I should look that up. Because he doesn't wear a shirt in winter either. So. No, no. It's very few <laughs> times he actually wears a shirt. Now that must be hard uh, working on the show in the winter time. The few times, like the Christmas special, that must have been brutal for him. Oh, that must have been, I mean, freezing cold. Freezing yeah, yeah. cold, right? Like, uh, like nipples that could cut diamonds, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, nope, nope, nope. Here it is. I'm looking at uh, the beginning of it, and there's Phil Bubbles is standing up there trying to give the speech. He's got his little jacket and the black button-up shirt, and, and his flies down. Remember? So oh yeah. Back yeah. Him over, and zip it up for him. Oh, yeah. But no, Randy's there. Uh, he's got like. Shoot, he looks like a uh, one of the Beatles with his hair long greased to the sides of his ears like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and his big old his big old gut, but yeah, so no shirt. But uh, Leahy's still there, uh, Mister Leahy. I sure miss him. Yeah, me too. Uh, so the next one was: while it would always be nice to have more, be grateful for what you do have. So and actually that I was kind of inspired by the character of Ricky because he's like just today I watched the episode the rub and tug where um they lost all their money from the, the massage parlor and he's like how much do you have left 40 bucks want to get some to eat you know what if you got so, if you got enough to eat and you got a roof over your head you got clothes on your back you should be great That's all that matters. Yep. There are people in the world who don't have as much as Ricky which is pretty sad but it's true. <laughs> Very true, very true. He's a, oh, he, he at least has that car, you know, so. He's got pepperoni and smokes, so he's happy. If hey, can... hey and if, as long as you got some liquor and smokes and your car's your roof and you at least get about four or five pepperoni cocks in you a day, you'll be all right, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, the next one is work hard. Uh, what, what was it that you said you do again? Uh, right now, well, uh, I'm an IHSS worker. I live at home and uh, help take care of grandma and go to school online for 3D animation. But prior to that, I was uh, uh, a chef for like 20 years in various restaurants oh. uh, in the Napa Valley and uh, up here in Lake County and whatnot. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So yeah. What are you going to be doing, like motion graphics and animation? Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I want to get into is motion graphics um, or... Uh, 3D modeling, um, you know, like when you watch Pixar, you see the character, the 3D modeler is one who builds the character or they build the tree in the background, you know, in a 3D program. And yeah. so learning how to do both those, been doing that for about a year and a half now. And oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. You're in the right location for it. How, how far away from Los Angeles are you? Uh, shoot, I say about eight and a half, eight nine hours. Oh wow! So it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good distance. California is pretty long. It, it you know, it, it spans a good distance. But anyway, it's here. Yeah, it take about that to get down to Lake uh, L.A. But I mean, you got uh, Silicon Valley, you got San Francisco, you got a bunch of places. But besides just there, there's 3D companies all over the United States. I mean, there's a ton in Canada. Yeah. There's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch in New Zealand. Um, I mean, once I get my degree, I plan on broadening out. Matter of fact, uh, I've been thinking about looking at the Toronto, Nova Scotia area just because I, I mean, I've always wanted to come up there and visit and check it out and maybe move up there. But my family just moved over into the, uh, New York, Pennsylvania, Buffalo-ish type area. So they're not too far off. They're all the same same time zone as you, bud. Are you interest, so, are you interested in uh, designing for gaming as well for games? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm gonna open up for either or. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm only gaming or I'm only commercials or I'm only, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I would yeah. limit myself jobs. I'm open to whatever, but I would like to uh, ultimately one day do my own like you know short films or short animated you know series things like that. 
I don't know, just tell my own little stories. Maybe. Or, or I don't know, you know. Who knows, maybe the Trailer Park Boys might need a motion graphics guy in the future. <laughs> there's, a, there's actually a, a gaming company in Nova Scotia in the town of, um, was it Peggy's Cove, I think? Or no, Lunenburg, I think it was. And they're actually pretty acclaimed. I mean, it's... I mean, when you think about it, it, it's not like making movies where you have to have studios. I mean, these are, you know, they're, they're working on computers. Everyone's got a computer on the planet now. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of these companies and stuff, you can just work straight from home. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wrote a script about a guy who's uh, basically like he's an astronaut, but he's got a suit that enables him to fly into space without a spaceship and... He discovers new worlds, so maybe we could collaborate really? on that someday. Yeah, maybe we can. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Are you are you familiar? Might, are you familiar? We might have just birthed something right here, you know. Yeah. Well, do you do you, are you familiar with Black Sabbath their music? Oh, of course. Yeah, it's uh, named after one of their songs, Supernaut. So that's what he is. But of course, I'd have to get the rights okay. to that title and everything. But it's kind of based on that kind of scenario that they described so he's like an astronaut but he's got instead of being dependent on space shuttles and those big white suits he can just fly off by himself and fly at light speed and and uh, all that kind of stuff you can kind of like the rocketeer in space yeah pretty much yeah it's kind of like like iron man but even more advanced yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like that there you go like iron man it's yeah. better than rocketeer rocketeer wasn't really you know, technology. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this idea is far more advanced. Yeah, Rocketeer was just a little tin can helmet and a jetpack. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so the next one is play hard. Uh, well, you, I can tell you play pretty hard, you know. You, That's right. You hit the bottle and you hit the, were you smoking right. earlier or were you just smoking cigarettes right now? Yeah, no, 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 no <laughs> I don't really smoke cigarettes. I honestly don't. Um, I only do a little bit like when I've been drinking and stuff. Then then every now and then I'll want a cigarette or two. But for the most part, I don't really smoke tobacco. No, I strictly uh, weed and weed products and stuff for me, man. And, uh. Yeah, I mean, I bong. I had some bong loads earlier. And, uh, I got the dabs, a couple dabs. I'm sure I got the pen right now. Uh, some, I don't remember what kind of, some sort of indica. Yeah, I'm indica too. That's the only, if I smoke sativa, I feel like I'm going to have a fucking nervous breakdown. That shit just, it's just bad. I, I don't go anywhere near that shit. <laughs> no? It makes no difference to me. Yeah, I just started having bad thoughts and shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Goes to the wrong part of my brain, man. It's a... Well, then, no sativa for you then, bud. Yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. That's right. So, so wait, is, what's the legality situation in California? Is it it's totally legal there now? Totally, or? totally legal for recreational use. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, as long as you're over, I think it's 21, I think. Mm-hmm. Might be eighteen. I don't want to be eighteen. I don't really know. I don't pay attention to age limits. I'm almost forty, you know. So like when they start talking about age limits, I'm like, I don't care. I stopped caring about that almost twenty years ago, you know. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I was able to grow a full beard by the time I was like seventeen, dude. Trust me, I've been going to the bars since I was like eighteen, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been carded for beer since before I could buy it, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Got yeah. Start. So I've never really cared about age limits. So I mean, it's under. Uh, 
I mean, if it's if it's under thirty, which all age limits are, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we so we're totally legal here, and so like I got a store around the corner, and they got nice. all the shit there. There's another one downtown. They've got the beverages. They've got it in like almost any form you can imagine, edibles. And I see what I think, and I I feel strongly about this. I think like maximum security prisons, the place where they have the murderers, like the really bad offenders, violent offenders. They should give them like you know weed edibles or something that would decrease the violence. Why not? I, I think that they should do that. You know. Well, the silly the silly thing is is okay. A lot of people incarcerated are um, medicated by them on not just you know antibiotics. Like a lot of people get things like Thorazine and and uh, uh, I don't even know what the heck it's called. This thing called Remron, dude. I don't know what a Remron is, bro. But all I know is is we used to uh, you take one of them Remrons, dude, and you're out for like. 36 to 48 hours. I'm not even kidding. Knocked Holy out shit. cold. Boom. And then you wake up hungrier and shit. And you wake up and eat everything you have in the house. <laughs> but you know what? You take, I, but you take medication and, like that, that's going to fuck you up even worse, I think. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's like, but they do this, you know, because like no one's going to cause shit when they're walking around and on that. You ever seen a guy on that Thorazine shuffle? They're just everyone kind of kind of just like, they almost walk like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, but like they drag their feet more. You know, yeah, it was just, just hot, hot, you know, and, but that's not the way everyone is. I don't want to paint it like they're just doping everybody up because they're not like, that's just people you prescribe it to for whatever reason they deem fit. But still, you know, like, yeah, you're right. Some edibles would be a lot better for not just them, but everybody, you know, I mean. And also, well, I mean, if they don't want to do it for the prisoners, do it for the correctional officers because they're in danger all the time. Because, you know, some lifer who's sentenced to 150 years for killing six people he doesn't have anything to lose, right? He could kill a correction officer, and it wouldn't matter if they gave him another murder sentence. So he might as well keep that guy on weed and keep him in a good mood so he won't try anything. Very true, very true. Okay, okay so the next one is try to find a way to see the humor in every situation. I think uh, <clears throat> people who, again, we don't, uh, people like us, I think we can usually find a way to laugh at most situations. I mean, some are a little too heavy duty and you can't help but take seriously. But I think if you can't uh, have a sense of humor about everything, it's just going to kill you, right? Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, that that's that's a problem that we used to have. like, Or not now. Not we, we used to totally laugh as a society. Like, we all laughed at jokes. I mean, humor about all of our quirks and stereotypes and uh, uh, racial differences and, you know, midget jokes and fat people jokes and white jokes. And, and we used to all laugh at it. Like whether you consider it right or wrong, like we all used to kind of just joke and laugh and you know, like, no, people weren't so sensitive and everyone wasn't so uptight about everything, you know, like, yes, there is a line that can be crossed and things can become offensive, but when we're all just sitting around having a laugh, like it's okay to laugh at your faults. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you can't find the little humor in the little things or laugh at yourself or, or laugh at our differences. And this, like, there really is no point. You're going to be a miserable person and, and life's going to suck for you. If you ask my opinion, you know, oh, yeah. like, like tr trust me, uh, uh, believe it or not, 
Ricky, Julian, and Bubs, they don't sit around talking about how shitty everything is all the time. I mean, Ricky might when he's out of uh, dope or, or liquor or something. But <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's bad. That's that's when you're yeah, really in rock. Bad. Yeah. But besides that, like <laughs> even even jail's awesome if you got a little yeah, dope yeah. liquor. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah, they're like, don't be dissing jail, man. You know. Yeah, don't be dissing jail, man. <laughs> yeah, well, well, even things like uh, like I, I watched this documentary called Carnies. And uh, it, there's one guy, you know, you, it's usually people like us who work in the carnival. And this one dude had like two girlfriends and they were, these women were always bitching because they were jealous and he wouldn't break up with either, either one of them. And it's kind of funny, but I wasn't, I'm not laughing at them. I'm kind of, it's just a funny situation. Um, but, you know, if, if they couldn't find a way to laugh at it, then it, they would have gone crazy, right? So. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> Which always shocks me, guys trying to have two girlfriends. That's insane. Especially a guy who works in the carnival. I don't know if you've ever taken a good look at the guys who work at the carnival, but the AZ State Fair you have there in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We got Cardis down here. You know that. <laughs> you know, I, I want to try some of that food you guys have at those carnivals. Like, you guys, it's amazing what they come up with. Just like, it's, I mean, it's all high-calorie, heart-clogging shit, but uh, it sounds pretty fucking good, like, Deep fried Mars bars and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've made I've made deep fried Snickers and deep fried Twix before. Oh, is that good? Yeah, they're good. No, hey, buddy, it's really easy if you want to do it. Just go get yourself some candy bars, however you want, and then all you got to do is make yourself uh, like a sweet batter. Just go ahead and Google sweet deep fried batter or sweet batter, and then get the recipe, and then you just you know coat it in there and get you a nice little pot of oil, get it nice and hot, drop it in there, let it deep fry for a minute. That thing's been turned into a shell around it, and then all the chocolate and the nougat and the crap inside kind of goos around. And, uh, oh, oh man, yeah. that must be good when you're stoned. That must be very. <sighs> oh yeah, dude, smoke. You roll yourself and smoke up a nice big six paper joint. Hit yourself a couple deep fried Snickers. Oh, dude, you have yourself a little mouth chasm, baby. Yeah, yeah. Get that malchasm. <laughs> yeah, I've never tried uh, deep fried pickles. Have you had those? Are those good? I've had deep fried pickles. Those are good. Deep fried jalapenos are good too. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, a deep fried pickle. I mean, you wouldn't do sweet on those. You do more of just like a regular. Um, but and then like with the pickle, you put like a little dill. Just put a little dill in in the uh, seasoning or in the batter as you roll around it. <sighs> yeah, deep fried pickles are good. Uh, jalapenos, slice those thin, deep fry those. Those are good. What else if I had deep fried? Can, you, can, can you use like pancake batter as the batter? I mean, you can for yeah. sure. Yeah, you could. Yeah, Just make it real thick, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. So the next one was, uh, I guess it's kind of a sequel to the last one, but don't take yourself too seriously. Make sure you can laugh at yourself to some degree. Yeah, and that's kind of dovetailed with, with me in terms of identifying as white trash. Like, I can kind of laugh at the fact that I'm, you know, poor and, you know, I don't own a home and or a car or anything. And, you know, some people would consider that to be tragic, and I don't. I, can I laugh don't either, at how buddy. Absurd it is, you know? I don't either. Some of the freest I've ever felt was living down by the river, you know? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean... Having having things is nice, but then again, that's just more things that you have to pay for. It's more things you have to worry about. 
that's more things to tie you down. Yeah. Uh, let's say you decided you wanted to up and move tomorrow to you know Switzerland. Guess what? You don't have to worry about selling your house to do it, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like I was, you know, I was so. doing research into what the experience of homelessness is, and then this one guy said he he was homeless, and then he got he got himself an apartment, so he got himself off the streets. And he said he wasn't happier. He said, now I suddenly have all these bills and I'm worried about mm -hmm. rent and I have a job that I hate. And he said, I almost missed the streets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, uh, I mean, I will say there was this one time where I had this place. I was out in the middle of nowhere and I had a bunch of tarp. I had tarp run through the trees above me. So like it was tarped outside of the tents even. And there was carpeting down and there was a generator out there. And there was a shopping cart that we had cut up and like attack welded together into a three-tiered barbecue that we oh, put wow. over a, a dug hole. And uh, there was a, a power hookup off the generator. And like I literally had uh, – I built a shower, built a homemade outdoor redneck shower is what I call it. Basically, you take a, like a – like a two-liter – or actually uh, those three-liter bottles are the best. You cut the bottom off it. Uh, turn it upside down, then you screw a, a hose attachment on there because um, a lot of old school hose attachments will actually screw right onto a two liter, um, three, three liter, liter bottle. Um, and then that goes over onto like a regular size water bottle. You just poke holes in the bottom, you have that in there, and then you hang it up onto a tree, and then you have it kind of next to the tree on the tree, but just slightly below it. So then gravity goes down from the top one. You put you heat up water on your. Uh, your uh, fireplace, you pour it into the three liter. You have one of those old school quarter turn nozzle that you sit on the side of the hose. You go ch -ch -ch, turn it off and on. You put one of those on there so you can stop the water from going in and out. And then when you turn it on, the hot water goes through the hose by gravity into the bottle, the smaller one. And then the little holes makes it dribble and uh, trickle out like a shower, man. You get a little outdoor homeless shower. I had all the. Well, I'm getting it. I had all the luxuries that most people have at home. I had wow. TV, freaking food, cooking, heating source, shower, uh, and literally zero bills. Wow. Zero bills. You know, I'm, I'm going to so. sk skip one item in the list and say, be resourceful. That is resourceful as shit, my friend. That is very <laughs> resourceful. You, you, you were the cart boy and you're, you had, wow, I like that. And it's funny because they do a lot of that same stuff on the show where Ricky was living outside and... Bubbles made things out of carts too. I think they did make a barbecue out of a shopping yeah, cart. Yeah, uh, the double. Well, they, well I know that he, Bubbles made the double decker bunk barbecue. Oh yeah, that's right. When they were still barbecues, yeah. And then Ricky made that uh, deck for the car. Remember, and the car was oh, underneath, yeah. and he was. That was the bedroom, and then upstairs was the deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they, I remember they built that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like picnicking, right? You know, you make the use of what you got. So, That's right. I mean, I, I miss. <laughs> I can't have a barbecue because I live in an apartment, but I miss it. I'm, that's the redneck part of me for sure. I love barbecuing. Well, I got the smoker out on the back porch. Uh, we got one of these nice smokers, and so I, I like to smoke meat out there as much as I can. So, have you ever made one of like maybe you made a, a deep fried turkey? Yeah. Is that yeah, good? that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, because if you do it right, I mean, it's going to help lock in all the juices and everything too. So it's really juicy. Uh, but you got to be careful because I mean, if you over deep fry it, it's just going to be a 
charred mess. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that, and I also heard like it's a potential fire hazard. Like if you're not, oh, definitely, yeah, it can be. You know, uh, well, the thing any, anytime you're working with oil, it can be because oil is very flammable. So you just got to make sure that it doesn't splash and get as long as that doesn't because it doesn't need flame. If the oil touches a hot coil, like uh, it, it, a red part of a hot coil, it'll it'll turn into flame instantly. You know. So that that's why. So any heat, you got to be careful with oil because if it splashes, it's going to start a fire. Period. Yeah. Uh, right. So the next item on the list was don't take shit from anyone who puts you down. So like that, that's in, that's inspired by Ricky actually. No matter how Ever. wrong he is, no matter what he what he wants to do, no matter how fucked up it is, he's always like, right. fuck off. You know what? Fuck off. Hey, yeah. hey, knock knock. Who's there? Fuck off. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he does say that a couple of times. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Put your yeah, foot... no. Fuck taking shit from people. I don't take shit from people. No, I ain't take no. shit from myself. That's right. It, you know what? <laughs> the actress Helen Mirren said, you know what? Because people constantly ask her because she's in her 70s. They say, you know, what advice would you give to the young people? And she says, if there's one regret I have, it's that. I didn't say fuck off more often than people. And that's something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I, I, unfortunately, I used to be a real doormat. I used to take shit from people, and I regret it now. So, I mean, I know why a lot of old people are cranky, because you just get to that point in your life, man. You just can't take people's garbage anymore. Yeah. Got no fuck. Like that video I sent you the other day, bud. Yeah, that, yeah. The guy's a little ukulele thing no fucks to give yeah exactly <laughs> people can push you so far and then that's it man definitely definitely and and you're better off letting off that steam because it'll if you don't it'll just sit inside of you and you'll just be resentful and bitter and you might as well just get it out there well exactly if you don't let the steam out eventually the volcano erupts oh yeah totally and then you'll be like Ricky smashing shit up, you know, thinking pe <laughs> thinking people are kidnapping chickens and shit, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would I kidnap a chicken, he says. <laughs> oh, I love that episode. Uh, 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 the next one is be, next one is be honest. I find it, I find it difficult to lie. I, I don't like to lie. Like John, like John Gotti once said, I never lie because... You only lie when you're afraid of someone, when you're afraid of the consequences Ooh, of telling the I truth. I like that. I like that. Because isn't well, it, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Isn't no, it like an it's, it's like an acknowledgement that the other person has power, right? And I don't like yeah. I don't like the idea someone has power. <laughs> so. Definitely. Wow, this microphone, this new microphone is good, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Wonder if I turn it down a little bit. Well, no, because like every time I cough, I pull back and turn my head, and sometimes I even cover my mouth with my uh, t-shirt I got here. And, I'm still watching the bar jump to the top. Like, you can hear me fine no matter what I do. Oh, yeah, it's very clear, yeah. I'll have to see if I can get these settings down just a little bit so I don't blow you all out so much. I don't know if I did anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds fine over here. All right, good. All right. Uh, all right then anyway, I, yeah, so go ahead, keep going. Oh, go on. I, I said my part of that. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's about being right. on, being honest. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked from it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, 
No, well, the thing about lying, you know, if you lie, like you're eventually getting caught because when you lie, like you're making up the story. So unless you actually are sitting over here writing notes, this is what I said. I, I said this to this guy about this and I said this and I said this. You, you're, you're not going to remember them all because you made it up. Like, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, so eventually stories get crossed or it slightly changes. And it's like, well, no, I thought you said you were wearing a red T-shirt. Oh, I was. Well, last time you said you weren't even there. Like, what do you mean? You know, like, (laughs) yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? When you're, when you're, when you're telling lies, man, your your stories, you're, it's hard to keep track of what you're trying to say, you know? And, uh, especially, you know, if if you're stoned all the time, man, like it's hard to speak sometimes as it is. And it's even worse if it's like a collaborative lie where you have to count on people to to reinforce the lie and get it straight. That's really <clears throat> like if uh, like if the cops are coming to the car and you were there with a couple of friends or something and oh no we weren't smoking weed we had ran over a skunk you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't remember exactly how the saying goes, but something along the lines of where where if there's. there's the only two you know about something, the only way you can get away with it is if you kill the other one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something along them lines. Because basically someone else – if someone else knows, people are going to find out eventually. So, yeah. And that's the thing. So there's no point in with all the fibbing because uh, if you keep lying, you know, you'll be just like a, a ship sinking in a sea of shit. Yeah. I mean unless you're, unless you're like Ricky and you can bullshit the cops into believing that what's happening is not – is something else – which yeah, is easier than you would believe. Well, it's possible. Well, when you think about it, I mean, they just arrived on the scene. They have no background. So I guess it's easier to lie to someone who, who just stumbled into the situation. But That's true. That's true. Especially if no one around is trying to argue against you. Yeah, like if everyone's, yeah. if everyone's wanting you to talk these cops in to get it to leave, you know, it, it tends to be a little easier. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I I can tell you now. As I've aged, as I've gotten older, as I've hit my thirties, it's become a lot easier to talk. I mean, there's plenty of times where I'll be stumbling around, hammered, like come walking over the bar, or, or just, and and I can hey, you know, and we can just converse our way out of it, and they let me go on my way. Now I can remember at twenty three, twenty four. Oh no, you'd be going to jail for that drunk in public walking around. There's, you know. Younger, I guess they assume you're up to more. I don't know. As you age, I guess they assume you're up to less, or maybe I just. The the uh, the way I speak to them, the skills have gotten better. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what I say to them most of the time. <laughs> kind of just, uh, kind of just, you know, wow. the coin of phrase of a great man who said it best. Uh, kind of just let the liquor do the thinking. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yep. You let the liquor figure it out. Yeah. Be, be the liquor. Yeah. Uh, the next item on the list was is a. Uh, Never be condescending. Well, nobody likes someone who talks down to you, right? Yeah, you always want to be condescending. Yeah. Condescending. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Not descending. Ascending. That's right. That's right. Talk up talk up to people. That's right. That's right. Reach reach for the stars. But don't look down at people like they they're like they're beneath you. That's just annoying. Very much. Very nice. Uh let me see. Yeah, that's like that's like Officer Ted. You know, he's condescending. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and you know, you know what's a brilliant mo- actually moment in the whole series is that scene, and it's 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 brilliantly awkward how they rendered it, where Randy and Officer Ted like go to Randy's trailer to have sex, and 
the other guys are standing there looking at them, and they're not saying anything, but everyone knows like they're going to go and fuck each other. That was so well when, done. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It's in the one the, the later season. Was it 10 or uh, might be might be 9? Um, when he shows up with the other dude in the car and they take oh, Randy yeah. off. Downhill they skiing. They have to go downhill skiing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious, man. Oh, poor Randy. They just make him sit in the front and between those two guys and go downhill skiing. Well, like like Leahy said, you know, he could strip the chrome off a trailer hitch, right? So That's right. A man's <laughs> got to eat, you know? Yeah. Cheeseburgers. Uh <laughs> Did you watch the new episode of Jail yet, real quick? Not to interrupt your thing. Uh, yeah, I've watched all of them up to up till the okay. point, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next episode of No One Out There, if you guys haven't seen Because Smokey's back, baby. Smokey's <laughs> back, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the end of the episode, that's, yeah. That's the way it ends, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dresses up as Smokey, Smokey's back. Man's got to eat. And how much you want to bet he's going to end up in jail, too. That's probably going to happen. Oh, I hope so. I mean, well, let's see. That was episode six. So there should be three to go. So, I mean, he can go out getting some fuckery, get arrested, if not this one. I mean, as long as he gets arrested by nine, they can still have a whole episode in jail, yeah. And that'll, and that'll be cool because, I mean, a guy in, in jail who used to suck dick for a living, that's bad news, man. <laughs> now what I want to see is, is he going to be in there in nothing but the orange pants? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Just the orange <laughs> pants, no shirt, yeah. I don't, maybe they let you do it, I don't know. Uh, let me see. The next, the next one is love yourself, but never be arrogant. I think everyone can appreciate that one. So accept for see yourself for who you are and appreciate yourself. Uh, whether you're even if you're not particularly sophisticated or whatever, even if you're like Philadelphia Collins walking around with your gut hanging out, just you know don't think you're better than other people, but accept yourself and love yourself. Have confidence. I think that's a good thing. That's right. Own it. Yep. Confidence is sexy. Yeah, even if you got a gut. <laughs> That's right. Even don't, if you're if you're the mustard tiger, yeah. Don't be conceited. Be convinced. Yeah, right. You don't want to be like Cyrus. That's not a good way to be. More like uh, more That's like right. Ricky. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is value your friends and family. They are your greatest reserve of wealth. So, you could lose everything, but those people are, are what you have at the end of the day, and you should appreciate them. And I and that, that's a good lesson to Trailer Park Boys as well. No matter what happens to them, they go to jail, but they still got Ricky and Bubbles, or you know whatever the configuration mm. is. Even if Bubbles does tend to stay behind when they go to jail, but when they get out, they had Bubbles, and that's you know that's a good way to look at your life. You know you got to retain those relationships. Very much. Well, that's just because they're trying to keep him out of trouble because that's their buddy that. Really doesn't want to be in the situation. I mean, I've all got a buddy. I mean, I've covered you know before, and that's just how it is. You got to take you got to take care. You're right. You're right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, like there are people who become successful, like monetarily, or sometimes maybe in show business, and they stop speaking to the people they used to know, and in some cases, you know, their career falls apart, and then all those other people, you know, what they remember being snubbed, and they didn't like it, so. It's like they, I think the saying goes: uh, "Watch how you treat people mm -hmm, on the way up, because mm -hmm. you might not have them around when you come back down." Something like that. 
I, I yep. I think I think you might have said that accurately. Yeah. If not, it was pretty dang close. Pretty close. It was yeah. pretty dang close. If not. <laughs> so living in California, have you known anyone in show business or anyone who works in show business there? Uh, no, believe it or not. No, um, not really around the Hollywood scene. I mean, I've met a few, I've seen quite a few, uh, but like, I, I don't really know anyone. Uh, th there's a guy I knew from, I, well, I've seen him kind of in high school a couple of times. I didn't really know him too much, but he ended up going and playing football for the Eagles. Uh, few people I don't know him, but, uh, that's, I mean that's not really, that's basically it. Like yeah. no one I really know. Apparently, one, apparently one funny thing about LA is that a lot of people who became has-beens are now like working at Starbucks. They'll go to a a restaurant or something, and a guy who used to be on TV <laughs> is there flipping burgers. It's supposed to be kind of weird that way. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, I've I've heard that too. Uh, I know. Okay, I went and did uh some work. Uh, there was a company called Dupart, which was a restaurant, and they opened up a place up in Vacaville. And it was down they, their original place is down in LA, and then they sent me down there for a week to, um, you know, go learn how to the way they make donuts, and you know, just go learn their 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 way they do things because they wanted you know us to do it their way at the new place they're opening up here. And uh, I remember, shoot, dude. Uh, Danny Trejo, I saw walk in there one oh. day. Um, let's see here. Uh, who was it, man? Or somebody else that was walking by right out front um, another time. I can't remember who it is. I shows you how much weed I smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but I know in Napa, in up in Napa. Let's see here. Uh, Let's see here. I've met, I met, believe it or not, I met uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton came into Napa one time. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, he was actually um, campaigning for Hillary back when she was running. And uh, my my grandma wanted to go down there to see, so I went down there with her. And uh, I wanted to see if I could see Bill. But we actually, he went by and shook hands. My aunt went with us, and she was in a wheelchair. Because she was in a wheelchair, they got to go to the front line. That was the main reason why I went was to help push my aunt, because grandma couldn't really push her by herself. And uh, so because she was wheelchair, they got to go to the front line. And so they got to, we got to go down the front row. And as we left, he shook everybody's hand on the way out. So I got to shake his hand. I don't know how I feel about that now. Like, Bill used like I don't know I, I've learned a lot about the dude as time gone on. I don't really try to get into politics. This is not the podcast for that. You know we could do that in another one another day or something. You know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know. But let's see here. Uh, I've I've met Macaulay Culkin once. Oh um, yeah, was he? Yeah, he's, uh, he's cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the dude from um, CS was it CSI? The original CSI, the blonde kid that was like the office nerd kid, he came into downtown Joe's one time when I was there having drinks. Uh, I had drinks with him, a bottle of beer at downtown Joe's, a, a place in Napa. Um, I mean, so anyway, long story short, there's there's been a few I've seen and met here and there, but mm. I've never really known anyone, you know? Yeah, it's about the same here, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've heard this thing about how Bill Clinton has this unbelievable – appeal for women like some women just go crazy for him <laughs> was well, he's a smooth talker they say was well, like if you're an episode of a uh, uh, family guy yeah. um uh he moves in like across the street 
and becomes like best friends with Peter. She's keeping him out and they're partying and doing stupid boy stuff and getting in trouble. And Lois gets mad. So she goes to his, uh, or no, he's staying at a hotel. So she goes to his hotel to complain that, uh, you know, hey, your friendship with Peter is interfering, blah, 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 right? Well, she knocks on the door. He answers the door. She begins to give him, like, the give it to him, right? Just yeah. tell him. And then all of a sudden, it does one of those, like, the screen turns black for a second and it comes back and they're both laying in bed. And she's sitting next to him and goes, oh, you're good. Like, yeah. it doesn't even show you, doesn't show you what he says or nothing. Just, oh, you're good. Fast forward to the end of the episode, Peter finally finds out that, Lois bangs Bill Clinton, so he goes over to the hotel room, bangs on the door even louder. He opens the door, and he fucking starts giving him one. Hey, blah, 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 blah. this does the same thing, and they're both sitting in bed, with the, and Peter's got the blanket up over his chin, and he looks over at him and goes, oh, you are good. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck did you say? How did this just happen, basically? <laughs> well, when he, was, when he was here promoting his memoir, they, I remember reading in the paper, they said, he's a babe magnet, you know, like young, hot chicks were just throwing themselves at him. So I've, I've heard that, too. And then I've heard a lot of negative things behind a lot of that, too. You oh, know? Yeah. So, I mean, well, you know, what must have happened was like for so many years, he experienced that. And then he just took it for granted and thought every woman would want him. And then that probably yep. led to the sexual harassment. That so, very much can be. Yep. And that's yeah. a thing. Not everyone wants it, and sometimes even when they do, they don't really do, you know? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Got to be very, very careful. Yeah. Well, we had a really good talk tonight. I think it just went very Shoot, well. is it over already? Yeah. <laughs> We're at uh, just about a, under a, an hour and ten minutes now, yeah. Nice. Well, I'll save some of the things I got. I got some other things here that uh, we didn't even get into, but we'll save it for next week, I guess. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, and I'm gonna Perfect. leave. I'm gonna leave everybody with the the rejected theme song that I made for the podcast, which is just a bunch of people swearing. I'll send you the link. Nice. You can hear that afterwards. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. All right. Until next time, we right. we've got your belly. We got your belly. All right. Take care, man. <laughs> Have a good night. Take care, brother. <laughs> Fuck off. No. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Wanna stick your tongue up my ass and give it a couple of twirls? Shut the fuck up. Suck my cock. Eat me. Eat my ass. Eat my ass. I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars to fuck off. Damn. Damn. Who's got your belly? Suck my cock. Lick it. Suck it. Swallow it whole.